0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Anime Attic Podcast. I am here once again with a new one for you, but it's kind of the same old stuff, isn't it? (laughs) Huh, huh. Well, oh, we spoke last time. I made my pod about the Jujutsu Kaisen. It just ended. The last episode came out. We are at the end of the first season, and there was an announcement of the release of the movie is coming soon. There is talks. There is conversation. There will be a Jujutsu Kaisen movie, and, of course, I'm excited. But you know what this podcast is becoming. The name will change soon enough, and this will be a solo leveling sp- special event weekly bi-weekly monthly who knows but this is what it will be and solo leveling came out this week with a bang you gotta read the manga people where are you why are you lost why are you not watching where have you been my hero academia also came out an episode hasn't been watched but will be i am excited for the fifth season i am excited for the third movie but back to our regularly scheduled program solo leveling my goodness the manga this week was off the chart, the hits, the impact. It's time to see some godly level interaction. As I like to call it, this is the America arc. This is the arc where you have some big hitters from the U.S. that have the most, you know, acclaimed hunters, the national level hunters out there. One's dead already. Spoiler for anybody who hasn't been keeping up. But everybody else, come up. where are you? Why aren't you here? You should be involved. This is Anime Addicts. And the name will change, man. This is not Anime Addicts. This is Solo Leveling Especial. This is is what we are compelled. Now, we are in the America arc. That's where we are. We have had the Japan arc. The Japan arc is done. We are in the America arc. And the fight's about to kick off. The next manga is a release. And the full scope of the fight that's to come between... The two heavy, heavy, heavyweights. We got some, oh my God, special cats up there. So let's be honest and talk about this in the right way. Like this is not going to be your, you know, your grandma style. This is 145 Especial of solo leveling where (laughs) our boy Jinwoo is out there trying to save his man. And having to kick somebody's butt, you know. First of all, he's at a level right now where it's unbelievable that anybody would think that they could beat him. But the point of taking his man, kidnapping him, was to get him to come out with anger. And then start something. So that the leader, the head honcho, the man... With no plan, the Thomas, Andre, is out here to fight our boy. Honestly, if you've been keeping up to this point, you know that this was kind of eventually going to head down this route just because of who was in Thomas's guild, just because of who he had under him, that someone was going to do something stupid and get Jinwoo kind of angry. You should have seen that coming for a bit. And if you didn't, oh my god, were were you blind? Were you not paying attention? Were we on the wrong... Hold on, let me fix my glasses. You want to borrow them? Like, this fight was coming. The American is this fight. It's this epicness. It's this style. And when this gets animated in real time, yo, we are in for a treat. This, in solo leveling, will be one of the most epic... Epic fights at scale. Because it's finally judging the true strength of these national level hunters. Versus the true strength of our Lord and Savior, Jinwoo. So, you know, there's nothing more to it but to do it. Let's see how this plays out. But that was the solo leveling arc. Like, you guys need to get involved in this. You guys need to download the manga. You guys need to read up. You guys... Need to just enjoy this because this is some great stuff. Now, on the other side, let's switch gears and go back to anime because this is the Anime Attic podcast for now. For now, it will soon become solo level. But in that, dude, have you not been watching Jujutsu Kaisen? What we talked about before is on a whole nother level in the way this season ends. First of all, the trust that our three main characters have for each other is insane insane. Come on, these three are after this season and the different arcs and different stories we've taken and everything that's been built up and everything that's happened in the battles that occur the trust that they have together and to even go through that middle part where everybody thought that Yuji was dead, like no, 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 no. Now, Yuji Magomi and Nabura Yo, these three and the trust and the connection that they have with each other and the ability that they have to feed off each other really got taken to a whole nother level in this last three episode arc that we got. And fighting these brothers, this was just different. First of all, you got to think about Yuji has gone to different levels more and more each time as he learns to better gauge his capabilities and he's had to become a more understanding fighter on what he does he has capabilities above anybody else already simply because he can eat the fingers of sukuna and nothing happens to him for more than what 5.2 seconds like if that's all that's gonna happen to you then (laughs) uh yeah you know what that's not too bad but Nabor, her Like, she got introduced. I hated the way she got introduced. I'm your girl. Like, why? Why do we got to be that simplistic? You could have given her a better introduction. But I'm past that. Her abilities and then her willingness to even hurt herself, knowing and judging the person that she has at her side and his own capabilities is insane. Because you got to think about, they started off a little rough. They got thrown into it saying hope you guys make it and then they made it and she's strong as hell and she's capable as hell and then her development with Yuji is just insane because she's been able to take herself less I don't know I don't know if it's serious but she's been able to do more with her own abilities because of the fact that she trusts the people next to her even more now and her relationship with Megumi is on a whole nother level because of the simple fact that the two of them had to build trust and develop their strength and to get ready for you know the, the the tournament to do all of that without Yuji there. So she's already become stronger because of that. But as soon as Yuji comes back, it was like plug and play. He was back and it was all set and he was fully team, you know, Gojo. No other way of putting it. But they were they they were set but the trust that you see of these characters it reminds me a lot of when i watched um what is it god of high school and the ending of the three mains from god of high school just coming together and understanding each other's abilities and functioning well with each other this is a lot of the same thing here cuz we already had the build up of um Nabura with um but we'd never had it with Yuji. So now to have the two of them together, we had a little bit of that at the beginning of the very first couple of arcs, very first couple of episodes in the series, but to really have them leaning on each other, reversing stances with each other, doing things with each other, and then throwing each other off, you know, playing off each other in very capable ways was just some of the greatest stuff that you could see. It was just done so well. Now that's when an anime does some. When you're using all your characters to build with each other and to make each other better and you're pushing them and then these uber powerful characters are coming in every once in a while and it's not this feeling of you've only taken these and gone okay these are the greats and we'll build them individually but not united. Like Dragon Ball Z always felt un sequenced for me it it wasn't about building everybody else together it was about building goku and showing goku's capabilities at the best but when an anime has so many developed characters and you only take it down one route it feels that the story is incomplete this one though felt like they're saying no the story is all of them our main guy yeah is yuji but the story is everybody everybody plays a role like Sukuna didn't kill Magumi because there was something else there in his abilities that he wants to see Yuji yeah strong as hell capable as hell but there's something else there to his character and now with Nabora you get there's something else there to her character that we haven't fully been introduced to yet her strength and her capabilities is something very interesting but we haven't given, been given the full scope of what it means just yet. I think in the second season, her story and her character development is going to be very important for, oh, she's awesome of a character. Because right now, yeah, she's a badass. But the full scope of what she can be and who she was and what that all means isn't fully examined yet. It's only done little parts here and there. Not like the other two where there's a little bit more depth to the characters. But this trust that was shown at the end of this season is an amazing thing. And it's something that's completely awesome for the story going forward. And the capabilities of of how this anime could grow going forward. Like, that's what you want to see. You want a season to end on a high note so then when you go off into the next one, there's something there... To build from and to build on. And that's... You can't ask any more than that. Like, that's what you want deep down. You want to see the anime build each of the characters up in the right way and introduce characters in the appropriate manner so that they're part of the story correctly. And you want an ensemble. You don't just want one solo guy for a lot of these animes. Like, solo is different. There's a reason he's solo and it plays into the story. That's different. When the story is created in that way, it's fine for it to continue in that way. When the story is created around a group, the whole group should come up together. It shouldn't just be one person overshadowing the group. Dragon Ball Z wasn't about just Goku, it shouldn't have been. It should have been about the group getting stronger and getting better. It became just about him. Naruto, though, Naruto centered on Naruto. I hate to tell you, that's the reason that a lot of characters get, full, get left behind. Because it's not centered around the other characters. We don't need to build every single one of them. This is about his story, his journey, everything that comes within that. Bleach, on the other hand, should have been a lot more, you know, multi-layered of character development. And it, it felt a little, we have this little group that we like. And this little group that everybody else likes. And we're going to build them. And these other characters, yeah, they'll be there. But they're not going to be as important. We're not going to use them as well. We're not going to do as much with them. You know, and that's, that's disappointing. Like, I love Ishigo. He's one of my favorite, if not my favorite characters of all time. But his story is burdened by the fact that there were so many others that could have contributed and made him so much better. So much better, and you could do that with so many of the animes, my god! But that's the difference between f- starting a story from character by itself to starting a story with a group. If you're gonna make it with a group, then the whole group has to be involved. If you're gonna make it about a solo character, then it's only them, and that's fine. And we have to know this. And you're presenting these things in these certain way, and if you don't follow up on what these things are, then you're gonna leave the fan base a lot disappointed. You're going to leave it going, ugh, is this really what we wanted? Has this done been done the right way? Oh, we have a lot of questions. Can't we get this? Can't we get that? There's going to be a lot of those moments. And it's just, it is what it is when you're doing this and when there's success. So, you know. Now, to switch. This is what makes My Hero Academia a little, a little bit more interesting in its dynamic. It is introduced as the story of Azuku Midoriya. It is introduced as the story, his story, and his story alone, and how he has journeyed to be the number one. But it is played out as the group, as everyone involved, as having multiple characters layered within what is going on. So their dynamic is a lot stronger in the group but it's all focused on this center point of the end story of Azuku like if you don't build Midoriya right and he doesn't end up being the center of this then as great as the surrounding characters are and the surrounding story is it's a little bit disappointing because you introduce this as his journey, his story his main arc But now you're telling me that it's about everybody. And you're going to disappoint me when his main art doesn't play out the way I wish for it to play out. Just, it is what it is when it comes to that. You can't introduce a story by itself and then stray so far, far away from what you introduce and make it so that it is now everybody. Which is another, you know, bad feeling I have about Baruto. Because Boruto was introduced as something completely different and no way, other way of putting it. It was bastardized for so long that it makes it hard to get back into it even though it is so damn good right now. Just it is what it is. Okay, I think I might have to keep this as Anime Addicts. Just maybe. It's possible. I appreciate everybody listening. Thank you. This has been a quick hitter, you know, hitter quitter. This has been the one for right now. I appreciate it all. Thank you for tuning in for Anime Addicts, Anime Addict Podcast. I will talk to you guys on the next one. Peace!